Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mindset to Mastery. This is Keisha Rivers, Chief Outcome Facilitator and President of the Cars Group Limited, where we facilitate outcomes. I am excited, um, although I probably don't sound it, but I'm excited because I have finally made another shift. And I say another shift because one thing that I just kind of figured out is that as we go through life, it is not about constantly reaching one plateau or one definition of who you are and then living with that definition of who you are you're in for the rest of your days. Um, you're a different person at 13 than you are at 18. You're a different person at 18 than you are at 24. You're a different person at 24 than you are at 45 and so on. And so what I've started doing is I've started understanding that all of the different ways in which I have shown up, all of the different ways in which I have evolved and developed and grown are all new versions of me, but better versions of me and slightly different versions of me. So I'm excited because once again, I'm making a shift. Um, I am becoming a newer, better, more complete, more whole version of myself. And the reason I'm talking about this today is because I realize that when I think about mindset to mastery and I think about how we need to shift our mindset and the way that we think in order to master and create our own success, I understand that a lot of times people get bogged down and get stuck in this trap of trying, of feeling like they can only be one way. Um, you know, different things happen in your life. You get promoted, you ship, you change jobs, you move out of different relationships. And we still think that we still are expected to be one way. And if you are thinking that way, if you're thinking that, you know, and struggling with trying to figure out how you need to um, deal with what's going on in your life based on who you thought you were or who you were expected to be, then take this as an opportunity to accept permission to just be who you are growing into being. And I did an episode of the podcast where I talked about why my hair should matter, why I was spending 45 minutes thinking about my hair when it was, it should have been a really, really simple decision. And you can go back and you can, you can check my website at carsgroup.com to check out that, that episode and, and see what I was talking about. But when I posted it, I had a, um, one of my former professors from grad school who posted a comment on it after she read it, after she listened to it. And she said, congratulations, Keisha, on your journey of becoming your true self, essentially unlearning what you are not and embracing who you are. And I had to think about that for a second because I realized when you talk about unlearning who you are or who you're supposed to be, that was something that just kind of blew my mind because I realized how many times do we get stuck in this box of who we're supposed to be? You know, the expectations of who you are in your family relationships, of this expectation of who you are in your professional relationships and your friendships, who you are to other people based on, on race or gender or who they think you are based on background or, or where you went to school or what groups or associations you're in. 
whether you have a tattoo or not, what kind of hairstyle you wear, we're all painted into these boxes and we accept these identity um, markers as a way of determining and defining who we are. And a lot of times that doesn't come from within. It doesn't come from us determining what we like and what we don't like and how we want to behave and, and, and what we think and how we want to operate and how we want to move through the world. Instead, it starts coming from other people's expectations and other people's ways of thinking that then we adopt because it's supposed to be the quote unquote right thing to do. And we determine that because it's the quote unquote right thing to do or the quote unquote expected thing to do, that's that's how we're going to live our lives. And we don't allow ourselves an opportunity to shift, especially now with the age of the Internet. And we have access to so many gurus and so many experts and so many self-help books and and self-help videos and ways that we're supposed to be. You're listening to this podcast right now because you want to be better. You want to find a way of becoming a better version of yourself. You want to help yourself move forward professionally and personally. Yes, I get it. But where this is going to be different is that I'm not going to have you listen to me to take my word for how you're supposed to grow and develop and what you're supposed to be. I want you to take my input and my insight and my experiences and make them your own as far as aligning them or connecting them with what you want. So today's episode is all about how do you break out of that box of thinking This is who I am and this is who I'm always supposed to be. You are ever, ever evolving and ever growing and you can make a decision that this is not working for you anymore. Nobody said that once you have made a decision, once you have embarked on a career path, once you have embarked on a life path, that that's what you're supposed to stick with. And, you know, being somewhat old school, you hear the older generations and and a lot of people who say, you know what, you have to stick with something, you have to work through it, you have to, you know, follow it through to completion. And yes, you do. You do need to have that stick to itness. You do need to have that discipline to move through a process to get to the other side. But what if in the midst of the process, you figured out that I really don't want to do this. I really don't want to do this, not because I'm being lazy, not because I'm fearful, not because I'm backing off of, you know, moving into things that are outside of my comfort zone. No, I don't want to do this because this is really not me. This is really not who I am. This is really not in alignment with who I want to be and how I want to show up in the world. So what do you do? How do you break out of that mental box that you have painted yourself into and other people have painted yourself into you into? And and what I want to talk about today is the journey of doing that, the journey of finding yourself and creating yourself 
and then how to start shifting the way that you're thinking about you and about other people and about you, the way you show up and the way other people show up in all of your different areas of life. So I want to start with the fact that, you know, every year people do New Year's resolutions and, you know, a lot of people, some people don't. Um, and they make it, make an assessment and take an evaluation of what has gone on before. And they decide, you know what? It's a brand new year. We're starting the clock all over again at one. The calendar starts again at one and I get to start over. I get to leave behind the mistakes of my past. I get to leave behind the, the things that I didn't live up to. I get to leave behind the goals I didn't reach and I get to move forward in saying, this is who I am and this is what I want to do and this is how I want to be better and this is how I want to be different. Well, of course, nine times out of 10, one of those things on the list is getting healthier and so the gyms are filled to the capacity the first month, you know, January, February, maybe going into March. But by the end of March, what happens? The gyms start to empty out a bit. People that made those resolutions decided that, you know what, it is not my, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, you know, I, I can live with these extra five pounds or whatever it is, and I'm just not going to do it because my regular lifestyle gets in the way. And what they don't realize is when you make a declaration and you do a, you make a resolution, what you're doing is you're saying to yourself, these are the things that I'm going to change about my behavior. And so I'm just going to jump in and do it. And if I jump in and I do it and I stick with it, then that's going to shift the way that I operate. But really, the reason that people fall off is because they're making a statement about what they want to do and they're jumping in to take some action, which I advise, you know, when you make a decision, honor it with action. But you have to be intentional about your action, not reactional, not reactionary. It's about responding to an issue. It's about responding to a problem. It's about making a strategic, thought out, um, intentional decision to do something and then following that through with with decisive, intentional, strategic action. Because if you want to make any type of change, if you want to break out of any type of boxes, you have to one, understand what it is you're trying to do differently Two, understand what it is that you want to see happen as a result. And three, you have to understand what the steps are that are required to get there. So if you don't have an understanding of any of that, if you don't think about any of that, then it's going to be very hard pressed for you to follow through. So case in point, what I started doing is I don't make New Year's resolutions anymore. Instead, I have a focusing word that is a reminder to me of the decision that I have made, the actions that I'm taking, and the reasons why I'm taking those actions. So my word for this year was freedom. And that encompassed freedom in a variety of ways. Freedom mentally, freedom emotionally, freedom financially, freedom physically, freedom professionally. And in all of these different areas of my life, I looked at what does freedom mean? And a lot of times when we are embarking on a new way of being and a new way of improving ourselves and growth, we have to first step back and think about what does this mean for me and what does this look like? 
Because if you don't understand what it looks like and if you don't have a connection to what it means, then you're not going to actually be able to undertake the next steps in the journey to figure out what will work and to figure out what won't work. So I, I took some time and I journaled and I wrote down all of the different ways that, you know, what freedom looked like in all of these different aspects of my life. And then I wrote down what are the things that are contrary to that? What are the things that are inhibiting that? What are the things that would be threats to that? What are the things that would cause me to abandon it and go back to the comfort zone? Because so many times, yes, it's great to be optimistic. I am by nature an optimistic person. But you also have to look at what are the potential barriers that are going to come up and then how am I going to overcome those? Because making a, a mindset shift and making a change in the way that you think about who you are and what you want and how you want to be requires some work. It requires that you go through this process. It requires that you do some hard thinking and figure out what it looks like and then what could come up and bite you on the butt and cause you to jump off track. And then you have to figure out based on what can cause you to get bumped off track, how do you get yourself back on track? So why am I saying all this? Why am I talking about all this? Well, I had been going through, and, I, and I've talked about it before, how I had my struggle with actually doing a podcast. Um, I thought that there's so many other podcasts out there and so many other people that are saying things. You know, there's always this noise. How do I stand out? How do I stand apart? Nobody really needs to hear me because there are all these other people already doing it. And I sought the advice and the input from a variety of different people who I thought were experts Um, I did research on what's being done and what are best practices and, and all of that stuff. But then I realized I hadn't thought about what this looks like for me. You know, why are you doing a podcast? Why are you going against your introverted nature of not really wanting to talk a whole lot and jumping out there to put your public thoughts out into the world? And I realized that the old me, quote unquote, or the, 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 you know, Keisha 2.0, you know, Keisha 1.0 version was someone that was very private, someone that did not like to talk um, about my journey. I didn't like to talk about my, my growth or my, you know, deficiencies or my weaknesses. I only really wanted to focus on what I could do well, as most people do. Um, I have always been the quote unquote strong one. I have always been the organizer. I have always been the leader. Um, even though I did not necessarily want those titles, um, I have always been the one that people turn to, to help them figure out stuff in their own lives. Um, I work with clients all the time on figuring out what's not working and figuring out what needs to work and helping them move through that process. I'm a fixer. I'm an educator. I'm someone you come to if you have an issue, but I never really was transparent about my own issues, my own failures, my own shortcomings. So the mental model and the mental box that I had been painted in was one where I was always the strong one, always. 
I was always the one that people could rely on. I was always the one that people turned to, to plan things, to put things together. I was Keisha, the strong one, the one who took care of everybody else, the nurturer, the carer, the educator. That's who I was. That's who I was defined as. I was the good girl. I was the one that got the good grades. I was the one that was successful according to other people's definition. That's who I was. That's who I was painted as. And yes, there is a part of me that is all of those things. Yes, there is a part of me that loves to help. There's a part of me that naturally takes charge. Yes, there's a part of me that's very strong and I can be there for people all the time. But what I found in that painting myself into that box and having my mindset revolve around this notion that I had to be perfect, I had to be successful, I had to have it all together, I could not not know the answer to a question. I could not have a meltdown. I could not have a moment of weakness, quote unquote. And I realized that with all of these expectations and all of these definitions and all of these descriptions of who people see me as and who people think that I am, that I had actually absorbed and taken on, I realized that I wasn't being the best version of who I wanted to be. I had started by default becoming more concerned with what other people said I was and adopting that whole personality of who other people thought I was and who other people expect me to be than I was being concerned and being true and being vulnerable about who I actually am and who I want to be. So this whole shift in my thinking came when I realized I can be whoever I want to be. And yeah, I know you're like, uh, duh, that's not an aha moment. But really think about that. You have the control. You have the power. You have the ability to shift at any given time to say, this is who I am now. At any given time to say, this is who I am now. This is who I'm going to be from this point forward. If I'm going to be someone that exercises, then my mindset is I think like someone who exercises. I think like someone who, who, who values their health and who wants to be free to, to go out and run and, and, and bike or whatever you want to do. But you have to have this picture and this mental model and this vision in your own head of what that looks like for you. And what that means for you in this moment, in this space, in this stage, in your journey and of your development. Whatever happened before and how you were before doesn't matter anymore because it's in the past. And you can't do anything about the past because it's already written in stone. It cannot be changed regardless of how you want to go back and make amends. It's already happened. You can only deal with where you are now. And all I tell people to realize is... When you start making some mental shifts, when you start changing who you want to be seen as and who you want to be thought as and who you want to show up as, forget what anybody else thinks, but who you want to show up as. When you start thinking about that and really understanding what you want to do and how you want to do it and how you want to show up and what kind of life you want to have, 
then you start looking at, this is what I want. So now, how do I make the shift to create what I want? And when I talk about changing your mindset to master your success or to create your success, it's because once you change your mind about something, once you change your thinking about something, once you change the way that you process and you internalize something, now you're going to be able to make that change because so a man thinks that's the way he is. Your mind movie, your mental models of who you believe yourself to be is what trumps any type of outside activity, any type of intervention, any type of whatever other people say. So I made a decision and then I honored my decision with action because my decision was I didn't want to only be seen as this one dimensional person. I didn't always want to be the person that gave up who they are and what they want because I am so busy carrying everybody else. I gave up and decided that I did not want the crux of who I am and, and the, the overarching descriptor or, def, or def, def, definition of who I am to revolve around other people's expectations and other people's picture in their head of who I am. Instead, I want my voice to have more of a volume. I want to be who I want to be. I want to be who I am. I want Keisha 2.0 or 2.5 or 3.0, however many iterations there are of this. I want this to be closely aligned with who I am and who I want to be, and how I want to show up. And in order to do that, you have to be willing to do the mental work, to come up with challenging challenges, you know, to your own comfort zones and your own default ways of thinking. Because if you don't believe that you are more, if you don't believe that you are enough, if you don't believe these things, then why should anyone else? If you don't believe that you are, it's okay for you to say no. If you don't believe that you are capable, if you don't believe that you're good enough to do this or to accomplish whatever it is that you want to accomplish, why should anybody else? And, and that's the thing that we all have to understand. Our sense of self, our sense of who we are, our beliefs of who we are and how we show up has to come from our sense of who we are, not our sense of who we are based on our relationships or our profession or, our, or other people's expectation. You can be whoever you want to be. And yeah, I know you're like, Keisha, you know, I've heard this over and over again. And it sounds the same. And yeah, I've tried that before. And I've got all the mantras and the meditation stuff and all of that. Yeah, I get it. And no, it's not easy. You have to be committed to it. You have to first start off with what do I want? And then create a vision and a picture 
of what I wanted and what it looks like. Freedom for me means that I am able to experience joy and peace and contentment in all aspects of my life. I am able to make decisions and take actions that will give me joy and bring me peace. I am able to move in this world and interact with other people in a way that brings me joy and brings me peace. Nowhere in that definition did I say that I wouldn't get frustrated. Nowhere in that definition did I say that I wouldn't feel discouraged. Nowhere in that definition did I say that I wouldn't have setbacks. But this new version of me that has decided that freedom is my focus word and freedom is my goal and freedom to me looks like me doing things and showing up in ways that bring me joy and peace. That means that I can check that definition against all other action. And then I can ask myself, what is needed to make that happen? If my definition is that I'm going to do things and show up in a way that brings me joy and brings me peace, then what, it, what needs to happen in order for that to happen? What is it about my current situation that does not lend itself to that goal? What is it about my current job, my current uh, relationships? What is it that does not lend itself to my goal, to my vision, to my picture of who I want to be? Because first, I have to understand who I want to be. I have to paint the picture of what it looks like. Then I have to understand what can come up that's going to derail that or that is counterintuitive to that. And then once I understand that, then I can look at what are the actions I need to take. And maybe it takes you telling yourself at the beginning, my word is freedom. My focus is to have joy and peace to be successful, to feel a sense of accomplishment, whatever it is, maybe you need to remind yourself. But I can guarantee you, when you go through the process of really taking a hard look at yourself and taking a hard look at what you want and you start deciding that you're going to align yourself with the true version of who you are, you'll find that it's not so easy, it's, it's not difficult. You don't necessarily have to remind yourself about who you are. All you need to do is remind yourself about who you're not because you'll have so many more voices around you trying to push you in a certain direction and tell you about who you're not or who they believe you are than you have people who speak into your life about who you truly are. And nobody knows who you truly are Unless, you're, unless you show them, unless you show up authentically, unless you show up wholly, unless you show up truly. So I'm excited about this new version, about this new part of my journey, because no, I didn't move to another part of the country. I didn't pick up and sell all my belongings and become a monk. I didn't, nothing about my, my external circumstances changed, nothing at all. But what did happen is because my mindset changed in the way that I thought about it, in the way that I thought about how I wanted it all to interact and engage and how I wanted to engage with it, my perspective changed. And when you shift your perspective, the way that you think about things, 
the way that you interact with things, the way you engage with people, the way you show up changes because your perspective has changed. So, yeah, look at who you want to be today, tomorrow, five minutes from now, and make a decision that it's okay for me to become Keisha 2.0 or Angie 2.0 or John 2.0. It's okay for you to become a different version of yourself. You are not a static, inanimate object. You are a growing, evolving, developing, dynamic, unique, extraordinary individual. And only you have the power to shape and determine who you are and how you want to show up in the world. And so today, I want you to make a commitment to spending some time with yourself to be able to determine who do you want to be in your next version 2.0? And what does that look like? And how are you going to honor that decision with action to make sure that that happens? Because by and large, it's not about what someone else says. It's not about the box that's already been painted for you. It's about the journey, and who you want to become for yourself. Remember, life and in a, in a, in a, a, a process and a journey of becoming has more to do with unlearning who other people say you are and really discovering and creating who you are meant to be. Thank you so much for listening and joining me on another episode of Mindset to Mastery. I am your host, Keisha Rivers of the CARS Group, where I am Chief Outcome Facilitator and President. You can visit my website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com for more episodes of the podcast, to find out more about me, and to leave me a comment about how this impacted you, what you think about it, and if there are any other topics that you want me to talk about um, or share. And by all means... Make sure that you take the time on this day to determine what your next 2.0 version of yourself is going to look like. Then make that decision and honor that decision with action. Until next time, make it a great one.